0: Ocho y fa, o vas al abajo, chung y llena ya. Tierra de la frica ñorana, el
1: río, ahudados del cielo azul, y aquí, si el negro mira la blanca,
0: El domingo la mira blanca. ¡Abú! ¡Abú! Ana en Ana, guardiolo! ¡Ana, guardiolo! ¡Ana guardiolo! Hipá! Hipá la de maya. Hipá, Sangu! Hipá, Sangu! Hipá la bajo. maya.
2: You're listening to Ink Studs on CITR one oh one point nine FM. My guest today is Bresht uh, Evans. Oh t- I can play.
3: Yeah. Brecht Evans.
2: Okay. I, I, I knew I'd get it wrong and I did and I apologize <laughs> profusely. <laughs> um his two books which have been getting a lot of love uh, across the board from folks, um, not only in North America but in Europe as well. Uh, you're out of
3: Brussels, is it? Uh yeah, I live in Brussels. I'm uh I'm from a uh, smaller place in Flanders.
2: Okay, Mm -hmm. and the two books are uh, Night Animals, which just came out from Top Shelf, and the very popular uh, The Wrong Place, which came out, I'd say in the winter, in the fall, from Johnny Quarterly. Two very excellent books from a very young cartoonist, you're, how old are you now, 25
3: Yeah, 24? um, Yeah, 25
2: now. Wow. It's funny because I read the wrong place and I feel like you're already the head of the game of so many other people.
3: Um, yeah. (laughs) That's not that's not a question. That's not a question.
2: No, it's not. (laughs) It it um it was an interesting book for me because I I talked about it a lot on the best of um two thousand ten with other critics. Uh, just mm. about how imaginative it is, innovative. Um, it really is. I,
3: uh, I listened to that and my mother did too. Oh. Yeah, we all did.
2: Oh, that makes <laughs> you feel special. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, it's interesting where you've just come out from um, really staying away from, Traditional storytelling techniques completely and playing playing with it and making your own type of comics. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's probably the the visual um, the visual part which um, grabs the attention uh, or which seems a uh, new.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: It's the uh, yeah the color the. Representation of the characters, the lack of borders, the mm-hmm. the use of lettering—all um, very amazing.
3: Mhm. Yeah.
2: And you started. Uh, when did you start on this book?
3: Um, I started as a, a how do you call it, like an uh, end end project at the uh, illustration school. Okay. So I had um, there were sort of rules, or in a way, um, or at least I was pushed to. Um, I was pushed to abandon the the very comic-like um, techniques. Just I was uh, pushed not to use um, frames, not to use text balloons. well like, I think I think the teacher. I think I went up to the teacher and I presented um, uh, the idea for the book I wanted to make, and she said, ah, "A comic, okay." But and she didn't even say the word, but she like drew a square like uh, in the air. She said, "But don't," and she drew a square in the air. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: yeah, so but, uh, I had to treat the page like uh, an image.
2: That's interesting, because someone, uh, a friend of mine was reading this last night for the first time, um, hanging out with me, and was really blown away by how each image can stand alone as a piece of art. Did you... Uh,
3: You mean uh, like each page or double page?
2: Each page or double page, just um, how each part has an importance to it. Did you was that important to you to be able to um, yeah, have the it, images be working separately?
3: It, yeah, I don't, I don't think they always, I don't think they always do, but it, but I tried um, to make um, to make the thing also um, graphically appealing. Like a, a normal, a normal comic. If you just look at the image as a, as an image, it it, it looks like um, a closet. Uh, with different, um, well, how do you say, windows, different frame, like a closet. And uh, I don't know, I want, and it always seems um, too bad because often there's very good, uh, very good artwork which seems just uh, imprisoned. And um, imprisoned in these cases. Mm -hmm. and uh, in the frames and also the problem uh, I'm not that dogmatic about this but uh, the problem with text balloons is that it's um, it's a flat form in an image which should uh, have uh, depth depth I think uh, by avoiding text balloons these flat forms it, it, um, it helps to Dive into the image Which Which you need to do To feel it As if you're there In the the
4: places
2: Yeah
3: I mean Am am I uh, making sense?
2: No you're making complete sense Like I find with Your Way of doing lettering Um Just for listeners You'll use different colors Um For different characters In the fonts Um and you can kind of follow the story just by
3: yeah, following what, the colors. Um, the really fun thing about this is that I can. Uh, um, uh, it's. I think it's. Sometimes it might be difficult to read for this because there's only so many colors. <laughs> <laughs> if, you have, <laughs> if, if you have a uh, if you have a, a blue speaking person talking to a blue gray speaking person, it, it might it might confuse sometimes but um, the fun thing like um, is also that you can separate the image and the text um, completely that uh, you can make a drawing um, and have dialogue on it without having to uh, show the character without even having to show the characters
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tell me about the choice of colors within the dialogue and how that represents the characters
3: It's, um, yeah, it, it, it was an intuitive thing It's not very, it's not very systematical but the main characters, um, I gave Robbie the, the charismatic um, center of the story uh, a really rich, um, pleasant blue color uh, in his clothes and and uh, in the in the color of his um color of his speech as if he has a nice clear voice mm. and then the, um the more troubled character is gray, which is a pretty obvious uh, obvious choice
2: it's very drab
3: yeah yeah really um When he uh, has a like a how do you call this a solicitation? uh, When he uh, finds work, he's at a he's at a school applying Mm -hmm. for a job, and uh, he really blends in that setting, which is also great.
2: There's a certain um, fatalism to him. Do you know what I mean by that?
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he can't win.
2: Yeah, it's (laughs) you feel bad for. For Gary, it's just he he tries and he tries, but his life he just doesn't really know what to do
3: yeah, but I really love him for for trying like yeah. that's important
2: he's a he's are you do you find yourself more of a Robbie than a gary uh,
3: yeah, things go easy for me <laughs> most of the time, so it probably um probably turns me into that sometimes. So no, I I am not one of the characters of course. Just um you could call Robbie you could call um um yeah, it's just it's it's more they're more like states of mind maybe than full uh
2: personas. Mhm. Yeah. I, I love especially I think. I love the relationship because you could see that Robbie um you know the affection he has for Gary that mm-hmm. he doesn't really have for anyone else
3: um it's um yeah yeah you, it's it's the closest you seem to get to him because it's a pretty long and intimate conversation they have it's uh it's uh, yeah it might be sort of a mixture when they have this um when Gary and uh, Robbie have this long conversation It seems like it's sort of a mixture mixture of um, management of the situation and real affection
4: mm-hmm.
3: Half of the time I don't think he really seems to listen to Gary Or he tries to find a quick way back to pleasantness Yeah Maybe
2: I also find Gary brings out a certain sadness in Robbie Mm-hmm. In that he his life um, Is kind of It's all about the party
3: mm-hmm.
2: Do you know what I mean by that? Uh
3: Yeah, or yeah This is the context we see him in yeah. Yeah. I don't I know his background
2: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Like it seems like You kind of see how Gary really isn't In some ways a very deep person uh I'm sorry he's it seems like Gary um or not Gary Robbie in a lot of ways he's not very deep there's not a lot to him other than just he's there to have fun and yeah, i really so see that with, a with the dynamic
3: in, intelligence is often in uh i think uh it's, it's uh, oftentimes very intelligent not to think about certain things <laughs> <laughs> if you can if you can um make yourself not think about certain things uh I you know, it, it goes a long way sometimes.
2: Uh, ignorance is bliss. Yeah,
3: like, <laughs> 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 like, and, and, and uh, yeah, and it's, you're pretty smart if you can uh, provoke. Uh, well, know where to stay ignorant, maybe. <laughs> in a in a selfish way. Of
2: mm-hmm. Tell me about the party scene at the beginning and how you staged that out with the the room
3: yeah this is, yeah, it's like the static uh, um static like immobile
4: chapter mm-hmm.
3: after the rest of the book um in the rest of the book people are walking around all the time they're having uh they're having dialogue uh while the decor uh the background is changing constantly and and uh, the first chapter is the really uh, immobile chapter and it's uh uh a lot more tense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, about the staging, I don't know. What What do you want to know about the?
2: Staging? I'm just curious um, because, as you said, it's it's very static. Um, mm-hmm. Why the choices start out this lively book um, so mm-hmm. statically?
3: Uh, yeah, it's, um, I I think. Um, the order of it is nice because you get relief after this.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: it, uh, and you really get a very very long intro to Robbie, which is um, half of his charisma. I think uh, long intro people get before meeting him in, in general, uh, like big part of. Um, his attraction or charisma might be that people know him before he knows them. Mm-hmm. And um, the immobility of the first um, uh, chapter—it's—it's uh, it's easier. Um, well, how to put this? Like, if I'm—if I—if uh, I draw a dialogue scene, it's—it's uh, it's always better to have a fixed standpoint. Like a really immobile—I and I hate to use the word camera—but like uh, that you look at the characters, that you see them ideally from uh, from head to toe.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: That you uh, that every little gesture is sort of big because uh, all the rest, the rest of the scene stays immobile, and you can uh, really feel the little movements and uh, ticks. Of the characters.
2: I'm curious, a little background on you. Have you always wanted to be a cartoonist?
3: Oh yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, it seemed it seemed uh, unrealistic, though unrealistic.
2: Who were you reading um, growing up?
3: A lot of the, I think, a very normal. Uh, Reading paths like as a kid, um, the Franco-Belgian, all the Flemish uh, series. Um, I don't know if you would know about these, but Siska Wiske, Bob and Bobette. it's a very Flemish series, or Tanta, uh, uh, and some others uh, which are really big only in Flanders. And after this. Um, More fantasy comics, um, a lot of French uh, fantasy comics. And after that, a little while after that, came art school.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How did art school change how you understood comics?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. That was uh, a lot of change. Mm. For example, I thought I was... uh, um, I thought I was done actually before I got to art school. I thought um, I was pretty sure of myself as a cartoonist, um, but I didn't have. A, I just did, didn't know what I didn't know. So the first uh, the first long process was um, was making clear what I didn't know or what I didn't feel about uh, drawing. All this. Um, habits uh, you don't question so yeah it was uh, three and a half years of questioning (laughs) (laughs) and the the last the run up to the end was uh, already felt like yeah, understanding
2: What were you questioning in yourself?
3: Uh, in the work Mm. it's um I don't know how to be precise about this, but like during uh, during art school, um, uh, when I got a critique, most of the time I didn't really understand why 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 it was important. Only only after trying to follow uh, follow the hints did I start to see what what became better in the work, why and why. Um, I guess I guess the most important thing about drawing or how how to sum it up is that line and color and all the elements of a drawing should have have like an abstract um, um, quality then that you should treat them as different things uh, just just basically already making a, a, not to draw. Not to draw the same thing too much. If you draw a character and and it has color, and then you have a line around it, a black line, it, uh, it, you're just drawing a line around the shape mm-hmm. that's already there, for example. It's a, it seems basic now.
2: Night animals, um, I guess that was done when you were using more of the black line
3: mm mm-hmm. huh. Yeah. Was already it, it was already a small step. Like um, it was um, direct uh, inking, and the color sort of half freed from the from the contour drawing. They already became different uh, different elements instead of um, following each other
4: mm-hmm.
3: all the time. And I wasn't making um, elaborate pencil sketches. Of Before joining,
1: I can recall as though it were yesterday. Everything seems so clear. Memories are things. Time cannot wash away. These are my cherished years. When I was 17, it was a very good year. It was a very good year for country boys. Soft summer nights, we'd hide from the lights on the village green. That was a very good year. Was a very good year for big city men. I had an apartment up the stair. I'd spray joy in my hair and let it fall undone. I was so sexy at twenty-one. That was a gasser of a year A very good year For great-tempered men With independent means They'd ride me in limousines Costume chauffeurs would drive Honey, I was much wiser at that the days grow short, you've caught me in the autumn of my year, but I think of my life as vintage wine, from a rare old pig, and from the brim to the dregs, I've kept it pure and clear. years I've had some, very good, years. Ooh, some very, 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 very
2: good years How long ago, how long before Wrong Place did, did you do Night Animals?
3: Um I did it in 2007 um, Okay And that was just before I started, um the last year uh, where i started working on the wrong place and actually um the first pages i drew for it were, looked exactly like night animals drawings but um i had been away so i had been uh, away from the teacher <laughs> uh, when when i came back and drew in this way this uh, the night animals way she she the first thing she said was um that the drawing was sort of sterile that you don't have a sense of um, the different materials there's no texture like that the, someone's flesh looked the same as a could be made out of plastic just like the walls just like the metal of a car mm, that is sort of a that it wasn't really interesting mm-hmm. everything is sort of um, the same and maybe becomes invisible because of this if you if you read a whole comic which is drawn uh, in a certain way all the time um, the drawings become invisible I think and you just read the story mm, I need to, I needed the drawings to catch more I don't know to be more um, to impose themselves a bit more
2: mm-hmm. well. I see what, like, the use of just, um, the importance in the black line in Night Animals. Um, Mm -hmm. and I can kind of hear what she's saying, but I don't see it, like, where it gets lost. Um, I I actually quite like the fact that you kind of have to pick out the work within this, in this wash,
3: uh, you mean in uh, night animals? Yeah. Mhm.
4: Mhm.
3: Mm-hmm. It, it was already um, drawn. I had a lot of fun drawing that, and uh, I think I wouldn't have had um, um, fun if I was if I had um, went on to draw a whole big book this way. I think it would have become boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, it's sort of like I'm, I'm, uh, I would maybe describe the wrong place uh, if to talk about the style as, um, as something um, uh, more um, uh, something like a larger spectrum of possibilities, because in these drawings I'm free to make uh, to draw, draw characters with contours. I can do this and I can draw the next two characters that are drawn as uh, blurry shape. So I, I have a wider, uh, wider range of possibilities that I, of things I can do in the same drawing, because of the uh, it all it all stays together because of the use of the same materials. Mm-hmm.
2: With the wrong place, it feels more like a comic book than say Night Animals does. Mm-hmm. Um. One part I really love in the wrong place is where you make direct reference to it being a comic book, with uh, one of the characters disappearing off panel. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, I think um, yeah, yeah. It could have been it could have been uh, cinema thing too.
2: I felt, I felt, but calm.
3: yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of a. Uh, Yeah, that's just sort of a meta thing.
2: Which I'm half proud of. It's, well, it's... I I love um, just how you're able to play with the page in this, um, especially when you will, like, take a whole page and you have to follow the story within the page with the characters in... The same setting. Um, mm-hmm. It reminds me, have you ever read Gasoline Alley? Um,
3: it, f- I don't think so. It's who?
2: Gasoline Alley was a comic strip from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s.
3: Hmm. Uh, I, I think, uh, well, yeah, I don't really know it, but um, I see the character, uh, yeah.
2: They, the Frank King, the artist, he would do these uh, full-page Sundays. Huge, Mm -hmm. beautiful, where it would be kind of similar, where he would set up a page and just the characters would interact within that page. Like there's a, uh, say, like a construct a building being built, and so you would see the characters popping into the roof or something. You can kind of follow as they play around.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm happiest when I can do this uh, and um, when I can make a big drawing and. and for um, make it so that the reader can uh, it, that it is visiting a whole world in in, uh, in that page. It's like a this big sense of uh, place. But the problem is you have to have the characters walking around all over the thing. <laughs> you can't always you can't do that in every scene. You Have to sit and stand still sometimes.
2: Sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You seem to have a certain uh love of life um or certain effervescence within the
3: characters. Yeah, like is that is, uh, sort of
2: a part of uh, you where you 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 need to live life to the fullest?
3: It's um I think it's uh, like w- it was um mm when I when I started to draw this book, it was more something I stumbled upon, and then uh, then I felt that it worked, and then like a year after doing while well, doing this a year, come then comes like the more um, uh, the more the theory <laughs> behind it. But it doesn't <laughs> start with it. It doesn't start with the theory behind. But like after a year, I can talk about it uh, as uh, I got a vocabulary to talk about it. as like yeah, the transfer in this. Transparency is important because <laughs> because it shows movement in a space that stays
4: mm-hmm. the
3: same. Things like this, and, the, and that you can um, that you can see everything, uh, and that this feels more like actual experience than a, than a photographic image. Because if you uh, if we are in a room together. I know we're moving and I know I know what is behind you. Um this, it's more of a yeah. Um I, the way we experience things is is, is different uh, like if we yeah. You know, we qualify things differently. I don't I don't know. I'm not clear.
2: But, uh. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Do you use a uh, sketchbook
3: a lot? Mm, mm i um not so much lately no
2: no D- did you before was it a part of your process or
3: oh yeah yeah like uh, yeah art school um, because i had to i had to look for um this way of drawing uh, so i i worked a lot in a sketchbook um and after a while i had um, uh, all these different kinds of unfinished things which put together in the same drawing um, made this uh, larger, um, more graphically interesting uh, way of drawing. Like uh, in one of these sketches, I stumbled upon how to do the lights without, without knowing that that would be useful afterwards. In another drawing, it would, be more, it would be more free lines and things. But it was a combination of all these things and one drawing. I didn't know I could do that. But uh, suddenly I started doing it. and uh, it, it, it was really making one drawing.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: One night after, uh, after being really um, uh, destroyed by my teacher. <laughs> 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 uh, to started doing a new drawing. The clue uh, or the way in was... Um, to start out in a really rough, uh, rough brushed, um, to make like uh, the whole drawing on a big page as if it was a thumbnail sketch, and with using two colors. And then I start to put things on this bottom layer, and uh, I saw that I could choose where I would detail and where I could leave things rough, so that in the end. When finishing the drawing, you have a whole spectrum of very brutal, rough, big shapes next to very small detail. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, uh, so that's yeah. But, but uh, this happened making this drawing, and while doing it, I felt it like, oh yeah, yeah.
2: That made sense. Oh yeah,
3: so that's it. Okay. <laughs> 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 that's what. That was great. That was really great. I didn't have I I haven't had a, like this sort of. A, yeah, light moment uh, since this, uh, yeah It, <laughs> it sounds really, like
2: uh, the teacher was uh, very challenging
3: Mm-hmm She's really nice, uh, don't, don't uh, <laughs> 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 no, no, Let's not confuse those things, she's a really nice person But she's a very, very good teacher
2: <laughs> Yeah, so she really helped your growth as an artist
3: Yeah, yeah
2: one of uh a lot one part of the book that stands out to a lot of people is the um the sex scene
3: mm-hmm. i um i almost kept it to the last because uh, i i didn't know if i i like i was convinced i was gonna make a perfect comic book, sexy, but uh, I didn't know if I had to be in a state of arousal while drawing it, or... or (laughs) I I really waited a long time to to do it. I I don't think I did it in a state of arousal, actually. Just just a more graphical... uh, um, It needed to have the both things, like the really uncontrolled movement of it, the feeling of flesh... uh, Mm.
2: I love how um, the bodies kind of melt into one
3: Yeah, it starts out really um, opaque
2: mm-hmm.
3: And sort of de- uh, disintegrates mm, Yeah.
2: It, I'm presuming you read uh, Body World by Daeshaw
3: I've read a few pages, but uh, I haven't uh, I, I looked at it on the website, but I haven't read oh, okay. the whole thing yet
2: so I know you guys are doing... I, but I
3: see, I, I think, I saw there was a lot of, uh, well, special stuff in it, like the scene in the classroom with uh, arrows and things. Um, it did, I think it, yeah, it uses a lot of possibilities.
2: Yeah, it, it reminds me of the same um, kind of a common sense of when he does this part where they... Uh, Kind of mind reading Like Where they can
3: uh, yeah, I'm sorry I haven't read it
2: oh. Well It's very good <laughs> <laughs> I quite like it
3: Yeah uh, because I will but,
2: uh, Yeah you're doing a talk with Dash I think This weekend aren't you
3: I should study up <laughs> like, like, I mean like the night Because <laughs> I'm leaving in the morning
2: <laughs> Something to read on the plane <laughs> Are you excited about coming to North America?
3: Oh yeah. I, I I forgot to anticipate it, but um I'll probably start anticipating on the you're long flight.
2: Yeah. So you're coming for Mocha and this interview will air after Mocha. Mm-hmm. So um but then you're also coming for TCAF in Toronto. Um, yeah, yeah. And there's something it's funny. I just interviewed uh, Lorenzo Matati um oh, yeah and there was something i found reading your work where you seem to and he's also going to be a calf. um where you, he, oh, yeah, he yeah. you both kind of get into the same sense the same consciousness where the way you draw people is so abstract mm-hmm. um pieced together mm-hmm. Is is he uh-huh. yeah, someone that you you were familiar with at all?
3: Yeah, very. Yeah, I looked I looked a lot at uh, Matotti. Like I was thinking, uh, I was thinking about his comic books when I when just earlier I said uh, really great art artwork um, imprisoned,
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, imprisoned in frames and um, and uh, with the text stuck on. Like uh, that felt like a. A big shame when I when I read his books because the artwork is very very um, varied, uh, very uh, a very wide spectrum of things that happen in the drawings and um, sort of made flattened by the the comic book um, conventions.
2: Have you read uh, Chimera? Uh,
3: no, no. Oh. I was thinking it's about what's the book with the big boat, fire. With
2: Oh yeah. Mhm.
3: Uh but I'm really influenced by him. Uh, I um, um I hadn't been looking at it for a while for example and then uh, because it was sort of too beautiful that <laughs> or that that it becomes uh, or too too elegant or at the, I, I need to get away from trying this myself so but then I w- we suddenly saw the Hassel and Gretel book. Yeah. This is a black and white, after seeing only color work, uh, m- or mostly color work for, for years. is a really, really great uh, black and white work, the sense of space and, and light. And I, uh, I looked at that for, um, there's a page in the comic book uh, where um, Robbie and uh, Naomi, the girl they um they go into the garden of uh of the disco, and uh, the way these um the way I draw the trees was uh oh yeah, it's pretty yeah, it was uh, yeah, i stole that <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's okay
3: <laughs> no yeah you, I, you should
2: <laughs> well, it's it's one of the things that remind me I asked him about. If he used any models ever and he, he was like "No, no, no one looks the way I draw, and I kind of feel like you have that same sensibility where you're creating these like abstract people, yeah
3: yeah yeah,
2: yeah. like they're uh they're more representational than um than realistic,
3: yeah, yeah, this is um i i have, I have the same i like uh theory made up about this afterwards, <laughs> 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 like the, the theories after doing uh, the thing, uh, the same thing with, um, but this is, a, I think, more common knowledge that um, if you speak to someone uh, or if you see someone in real life, you don't look at uh, how the light falls on, the, on their bone structure, I mean, you look at the expression and the movement and, um, and the things that set this person apart. From other people, so the abstract parts. Mhm.
2: Yeah, it, it, night. Um, night animals feels more kind of or less abstract as far as the, the human figures in it.
3: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, or, or maybe maybe because everyone gets in the book gets the same treatment. Yeah, um, it becomes more systematic and and less. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna <laughs> get this phrase finished. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yesterday. Everything seems so clear Memories are things Time cannot wash away These are my cherished years When I was 17 It was a very good year It was a very good year For country boys Soft summer nights We'd hide from the light That was a very good year Was a very good year For big city men I had an apartment up the stair. I'd spray joy in my hair And let it fall and done. I was so sexy at 21 35 That was a gas of a year. A very good year for great old men with independent means. They'd ride me in limousines. Costume chauffeurs would drive. Honey, I was much wiser at 35. the days grow short you've got me in the autumn of my year but I think of my life as vintage wine from a rare old pig and from the brim to the dregs I've kept it pure and clean I've had some very good years Ooh, some very, 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 very good years
2: A big part of your work seems to be kind of formulating Characters having, like, a sp- kind of developing identity mm-hmm. Like, the second story in Night Animals, um, Bad Friends... Uh, really seems to kind of have yeah the the same idea as you have in the wrong place.
3: Uh, yeah, maybe I, it's um. It, I I made the night animals pretty quickly, but but it's true. Um, in the in the bad friend story, um, it's not just a kidnapping or not just uh... It's not a. Aggressor and victim thing. It's that, and then some other strange interactions. And, uh, and it should feel maybe like uh, a parent's nightmare like uh, your daughter uh, suddenly becoming physically ready for the adult world and probably not uh, mentally ready, mm-hmm. but attracted to these things.
2: It's that. Yeah.
3: But the identity thing, um, at the wrong place, is, is about this, like there's no plot, really. It's just um, mostly you, you're just looking at people trying to, um, trying to control their image, or, uh, or making up an image, uh, making up other people's uh, role and identity.
2: Yeah, and I, I I love that aspect, uh, especially with Robbie, where you have, who is Robbie? I mean, there's imitators of Robbie, so is mm-hmm. there any real Robbie? Did that make sense? I don't think that made sense, but I'll go with that.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure I know oh. who he is. Uh, I've been I've been careful with him. I think in the story you get that you have the feeling that you. Get intimate with uh, the Naomi, the girl character, and with Gary because you see them alone. And uh, Robbie you only see sort of you only see him as is as a reflection into how people react to him. And uh, and uh, yeah, like it's, you see them reflected in other people's eyes. It's
2: uh, it's like he can't exist by himself. Yeah, he well, needs it, he
3: or or yeah, his, his uh. What he is in the book, if you could say, like his his role or his identity in the book, is uh, like this huge projection screen.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, you're working on another book now that you've been posting images. Tell me about that, your next project.
3: It's... um, I started uh, writing it uh, after a friend... um, Uh, told me a really, really funny uh, anecdote about going to uh, an an art festival where he was invited that was much more amateuristic um, than he expected. (laughs) (laughs) He he told it really well. And then um, um, I I turned it into... stranger comes to town kind of plot where uh, which is mostly by just a small group of people with different ideas about how things should be uh, the micropolitics and the different roles in the small group of people amounting an art festival mm-hmm. a really really uh, amateuristic art festival so it it's, uh, starts out as if as if mocking these people, but we stayed there way too long, for for the book to stay mocking.
2: You do a lot of art res- residencies, right? Or you've done some. Mm,
3: I, I, I did one in Paris once.
2: Okay, and you also did the installation in Lucerne.
3: Ah, yeah, yeah, that was well. That was almost like a residence because. Uh, I love Fumetto, the festival, so much that I, I um, made it so that I stayed there for two whole weeks, but just because, yeah, <laughs> 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 because I want to, it, it was my dream to have an uh, exposition there um, for years, and um, I really want to squeeze that orange to the last. <laughs> <Nice prop. laughs> I think I think I helped cleaning up the Kirby exposition.
2: <laughs> well, any chance to be close to that many Kirby pages?
3: <laughs> yeah, well, really, yeah, I was really all all of the welcome I could get. I, I stayed uh, stayed it out.
2: <laughs> well, I hope you have fun in Toronto. I hope we we can show you a good time.
3: Ah, you'll be there. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, that's yes.
2: good. I go every year.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Mocha.
2: No, too, f- too far. Too many trips.
3: Yeah, you have to cross the border.
2: Yeah, I'm going. I went to uh, Brooklyn in December.
3: Mm-hmm. The
2: Brooklyn Convention that uh, Pitcherbox put on, and so that mm-hmm. was my my New York trip I, for the year.
3: I've only been to New York. Uh, I've been to New York once, uh, but I was uh, thirteen.
2: It's a hell of a town, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now i read some... oh sorry i i was gonna ask about how um the book got withdrawn in quarterly. I read that you just sent the book to tom Devlin is that pretty
3: yeah much? uh yeah p d f but the, I, I don't know it seemed uh, it seemed normal to me it is is this uh Unconventional.
2: Um, it's unconventional, probably for publishers get a lot of submissions, mm-hmm. especially unsolicited, uh, like that. And so, for him to take that on, or for them to take that on, I think yeah. it's it stands out for the quality of
3: the work. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing about. Uh, uh, comics. The 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 advantage of of it is that you can immediately well, it's it's visible from the cover on what mm-hmm. most of uh, the character of the book is so out there, uh, or you can just flip through it and have an idea of it.
2: Did he give you any input into the book? Um.
3: I was um, I was. Uh, Far in the process for much more input
2: Okay Because I know he has a very good critical eye So I'm wondering if there's any advice he'd given you
3: Well Too bad I think I'm too far in <laughs> the cur- In the current book for <laughs> Much more input <laughs> I'm going to have this one finished by summer <laughs> So I'm sorry, yeah, next time some more, some But I got I got a lot of um, I got a lot of uh, Very intense uh, uh, input from uh, the French publisher uh, Thomas Gabizon uh, from um, Actusud. Uh, he, uh, he's really involved. Uh, <laughs> I see him often. So I, I mean, I got people. I got people. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we could. We, we need to have some time the next time.
2: There we go. It's a, Are they publishing your next book as well, or? Yeah. Excellent. And
3: in the beginning of uh, two thousand eleven spring or something you mean two thousand twelve
2: uh yeah yeah oh, well, I'm very excited i like i said for for a young cartoonist with both these books, you're kind of starting well ahead of the game of most other folks
3: um, yeah i i would <laughs> say I would say a really good teacher. <laughs>
2: There we go And that's something to be said about um, Not working in a vacuum But getting Oh yeah yeah, yeah Getting yeah, yeah. input um, A lot of folks in cartooning May not necessarily have that That input or be working with A teacher It helps a lot Yeah
3: Sounds like it Yeah like it it's, uh, makes all the difference of course
2: Well Thank you teacher <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah Yeah <laughs> Thank you, Hula.
2: Thank you. Um, well, thank you so much for taking the time with me today, Brett. Uh,
3: thank you for taking the time with me. <laughs>